A lot of people have been telling me I got a good voice. I don't like the sound of my voice, you though. You do. I don't think anybody likes it. Because everybody that's come on here is like, oh, I sound like that? Yeah. That's, you ever, like, listen to a phone call? yeah. Because, like, I worked at a call center. Mm-hmm. So we would listen. <laughs> you know, we may need to just scratch everything because I'm going to tell a funny story that we made one. Man, did you start recording? Yeah, it's been recording. <laughs> so I work at a call center, right? And one day I was having a, a real bad day at the call center. I was I was frustrated. So one of the older reps, he came up to me, super cool dude. He's like probably one of my best friends from the job other than Cam and Malik and all them. So he goes up to me. He's like, yo, what's, what's going on? He's seen I was upset. I tell him I'm having a rough day. He says, all right. When you get back to your desk, I got something funny for you. So he sends me a file of a recorded old clip, and it's hilarious. Like, the person that uh, the rep that works with is talking to is, like, drunk. And they're, like, cursing at him. And, like, he's, like, the person is, like, not getting upset. He's, like, kind of egging them on. So they're going back and forth. It's, like, a two-minute long clip, and it's hilarious. So I, I emailed him back. I'm, like, yo, where did you get this from? He's, like, we have a file of the funniest clips like if you ever get a funny phone call people send it to me and i keep a folder full of funny clips that guy's the mvp and he's like whenever people get down i send them a little something he's like so if you ever get a call send it back to me we'll save it and then we'll spread it to the floor later and i was like yo you are amazing (laughs) going down in history so it was it was like bro and i'm talking about the funniest (laughs) stuff and then we got to a point where if somebody had like a funny uh voicemail Mm -hmm. then you would also send it. You tell other people to call it so you could hear it, right? So this one lady had a voicemail, and it was set up for, like, all 20 of her family members. I kid you not. It was like, if this mama, I'm coming by to see you this weekend. I love you. See you soon. If this my cousin, I'm not paying you back the $20. Stop asking me. If this my kids, I'm on the way to pick you up now. Hold on. And, like, literally it went through every single person in her family. Like twenty, It was, like, 20 different family members. But... Just stuff like that, I think, is super dope mm-hmm. because, like, here he was. He was sending me all these videos, like, all these funny calls, and then it really brightened up my day, man. It was hilarious. So, that was great. There we go. I don't know if we keep that. We can delete it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we'll see how much time we have at the end. <laughs> Sounds good. So um, isn't this the part where you tell people who you are? I guess so. Yeah. Uh, uh, welcome to Somewhat Sports <laughs> <laughs> on that introduction. <laughs> Uh, my name is John Dennis, and I do overnights on 97.5 WPCV, your hometown country station. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Joining me, as always, uh, two co-hosts of the podcast. First off, John Williams. Yes, sir. Welcome, my friend. And, of course, we can't leave out Bubby Johnson, who I think sn- snapped into a Slim Jim. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, John <laughs> had made us some chicken. <laughs> Mm. And it was delicious. Right. And I'm still kind of hungry, so I was like, I might as well grab the Slim Jim. You got the appetizer. Yeah. Now you're, you're well, here for that. Well, that, the Slim Jim should have been the appetizer. You're right. If y'all don't know, John <laughs> can make some chicken. That was good. <laughs> it was good, man. He's passing around the studio. It was, yeah. uh, it was something else. But yeah, Bubby Johnson, of course, joining us on the Somewhat Sports Podcast. So. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and do this in a different order than I usually do, because usually I wait to ask you to uh, rate, review, and subscribe at the end of the podcast. Oh. But I feel like less people listen to the end of the podcast than to the beginning of the podcast. So while I got you here. It only took us 18 episodes to realize that. Well, we're slow learners here at Somewhat Sports. (laughs) So while I have you here, first off, thank you for clicking play. Uh, If you could do us another favor and uh, hit us with a review, hit us with uh, a rating, and uh, please subscribe to the podcast if you have not already. I'm not going to tell you what to do when you click those stars, you know, but my favorite number is five. I'm just saying. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. But don't feel like you have to. If you think we suck, you know, whatever. Do, do what you got to do, okay? It's your, uh, your own opinion. But yes, welcome again to the Somewhat Sports Podcast. And uh, from what I hear, Bubby has a couple of... Uh, what is, what is the segment called? This or that? Is that the is that the way we're titling this uh, the start of this thing? Yeah, man. I think it's important to get the brain working early. Mm-hmm. So by making the people decide, maybe they'll be more involved, and then they will enjoy the rest of the show. Mm. That's the idea. Let's get them. Let's get I them working that. a little bit. Uh, All right. They seem to like the last time we talked about uh, the different dishes. Yeah, of course. I that's mean, a, that was big. Everyone loves food. <laughs> everyone loves Italian. Come yeah. on, man. No, that's not true. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> So you said you want to start it off. Did I? Yes. Okay, I guess I will. <laughs> For I people who don't know, that. this is the script. He has to start. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Bubby came up with this concept, this or that. So we're going to go through a couple of this or that's, and we're going to see how the uh, the guests, or I guess the hosts, I keep saying the guests, the hosts here on the podcast feel about each subject. So the first one, I believe, was whether you are a morning showerer or an evening showerer. It's a really weird thing to say, but I personally am a nighttime shower guy. Okay. I like going to bed nice and clean. I don't like getting to bed dirty. Some people, you know, I mean, if you work a desk job, like I get it, you know, you're just going straight. You're not doing a whole lot of physical activity. <laughs> so if you dive into bed after that, you know, you don't feel, it's not like you feel like you just came back from a, a six hour, eight hour, yeah, or workout or an eight hour day tarring roofs in July. Like I get it. Like you're not super <laughs> sweaty. So I understand the thought process there. But to me, like I just need to be clean when I slide into those sheets. Personally, so in the shower, do you wash all of your body parts? Whoa, <laughs> yeah, what the, you think I'm skipping over? Really? I did elbows yesterday. I, yeah, I think I'll skip that. Treat the shower like it's a workout. Yeah. I got legs today. I got legs. I, today. Gonna, I, I did back yesterday, so I'm just gonna hit biceps. All right, if you're not doing it. a full body shower, listen, that's disgusting. Reason I ask because there's a, there's a debate out on Twitter right now saying, Do you need to wash your legs? Of course you What do you mean Do you need to wash your legs Don't shoot the messenger I'm Do your legs not that. sweat Like the rest of your body people out there And they voted And say I don't wash my I, no, legs I yeah. let the soap Drip down I've oh heard of this God. I've heard of this Yeah they just let the soap Just wash down the body. Now I, Here's another one Do you let Do you scrub the bottom Of your feet When you shower too Yes I do Yeah some dirt. people don't Some people are like Oh the water in the bottom Is dirty like, Yeah but it's all the dirty water What do you mean <laughs> Yeah, those are the same people that like take bubble baths and don't take a shower after. Right. Like, if you take a bubble bath, you're you're not you're not cleaning yourself. You're cooking. Oh, you're literally just stewing. You're just stewing. That's I, disgusting. Well, if you're if you're in the bath and you're and you scrub yourself while you're in the bath, you have to get up and like rinse yourself off at least. No, you that should, I can understand. Yeah, but you should get up and probably do a light shower after that. Right, like I'm not saying like full like shampoo. No, and, like, no, no. But you should dub, definitely you like, should definitely wash over your body yeah. again because you were just sitting. I don't have that problem. I don't fit in tubs anyway, right, so it's yeah, strictly I'm, showers for me. I'm not a tub guy, but personally. I'm going to tell you how you should do yeah. your job. <laughs> make seven feet. Uh, All right. Well, you guys didn't ask the question. You guys, guys, morning shower guys, or I'm night. I agree with you 100. percent Nighttime, yeah. Nighttime. For right. once, no debate there. We all agree. Yeah, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, I think we all agreed on the on the scrubbing, you know, too. There we go. Let's see. Any other shower related? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You do. You... Do you use the same washcloth to wash your face that you wash your body with? No. See, I, I didn't realize that, and I heard that this was like a race thing, that <laughs> black people do washcloths and white people use loofahs. Or some people don't use anything. And they just use their hand yeah. because they're not reaching all those special 
crevices. Yeah, but like they're not getting I think, everywhere. I think, you, I think it got it has to be loofah or a washcloth because when you scrub and you wash away like those dead skin cells right. and you get those crevices and stuff. Yeah. I don't think the bar or soap or or the body wash, like the liquid, is mm-hmm. enough to do that with your bare hands. And right. then, like I said, like, like, get enough like lather to you it. You can't yeah. reach every like. There's like the middle part of your back. Yeah, yeah. I can't. Get Unless that. you're really flexible, you can't reach that. So you mean to tell me you got one spot on your body you don't <laughs> never wash? Dirty as hell. It's like a black spot on the back. <laughs> they make the back the back things for it. No, that's what I'm saying. So you need a loofah. That's, that's what I'm saying. You have to have a loofah or a washcloth or a partner. That's what that's hey. what your partner is. This is this is a PG-13 podcast. I don't even think it's that. I think it's like PG at the most. Try to give me Come a on, man. Out. Yeah, don't do that, man. <laughs> or you could be washing your kids. Yeah. Now, I, here's another thing. Do you guys wash your uh, like meat before you cook it? <laughs> so time out. You cannot. You cannot talk about taking a shower and then jump straight into do you wash your meat. <laughs> some uh, people rinse their. Purpose? Some people rinse their meat before they cook it. No, like I know 100 what you mean. Pork. But what did you guys think I meant? This is ridiculous. My mom oh. listens to this podcast. I'm just, uh, it's an innocent question. To this, grandma, I listen. <laughs> yes, we do not usually talk like this. To answer your question, you should always wash your meat before before cooking it. Yes. I've never done it. What? Yeah. I didn't realize that that was a thing. You don't, When I learned how to cook, it was never like, hey, make sure you like rinse the chicken off in the sink before you cook it. See, the crazy thing is, I don't really know how to cook that well, but I know you're supposed to do that. I've never seen it done. Like All the cooking shows that I've watched like growing up, the way my dad cooked when I was a kid, because my, dad, my dad's a you know a pretty good cook. That's yeah. how I learned. And all the cooking shows I've watched, that they were like, all right, let's hit, take this you know chicken breast to the to the sink real quick and, and, and wash it down. Because the way I've always been taught is like any bacteria that's on the surface gets cooked off once you... Cook it like because it's on the surface and it hits the hot temperatures too much for the for the bacteria to handle. I feel that, but I I just feel like it's a it's a good it's it's almost like a good nature thing. You know what I mean? Like it could be you you just you just cover all all the bases. Like right. maybe this goes back to the washcloth thing, yeah. which I'm not here to start a race war, but right. we said certain people use washcloths. Right, and it's certain, like a, it's a cultural thing. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe I think maybe it's just a cultural thing. It that's could a be. good way, to, man. That's so like sound. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, any uh, any other ones, John? You have one. Um, what, what was my? Well, we talked about taking a shower. When you get out, first of all, this is not going to be a question because I feel like anyone knows this. As a man, the first item of clothing that you put on should never be a t-shirt. Mm-mm. No, that is without a doubt. Like I just just t-shirt, <laughs> like nothing else. <laughs> I had a t- you know I had a teammate do that one time. <laughs> The very first thing they put on was a T-shirt, and I looked. At, I said, "My brother, you put your underwear on first. Yeah, you exactly. Like, <laughs> you you grow up, right? Cover now. up, okay? Like we don't even talk about what you put on until you put your underwear <laughs> yeah. on first, and then we start the debate as to what you put okay. on first. So now that we all agree there as well, <laughs> yeah. Do you sleep with your socks on or off? I go socks off. I can't sleep with socks on. Socks wow. off, man. Wow. You guys are And I will crazy. say this. I have slept with socks on for the majority of my life, but. It's a whole new world I've, without yeah, socks. No, seen, and so that's, great. I'm telling, listen. <laughs> so cool, refreshing. Yeah, yeah. Feel the wind. Let me ask you a question. Between your toes. My feet feel cleaner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How can your feet, I, I just don't. Because when they're in the socks all night, they they sweat. So right. naturally. Not if you that, keep it cool. Mm. It's I mean, hot. It's hot in that. In no, that I'm area. paying the electric bill in my cold. house. I don't. I, don't I sleep put the AC very cold. I like to have my. And there's actually a study that shows sleeping with your socks on is good for you because I was having this argument with someone, so I started sleeping with my socks off, 
And I promise you, I couldn't sleep the whole night. I kept waking up. Mm-hmm. And then the person thinks I'm crazy because I think that it has to do with the socks. However, there's a study that shows, as strange as it might seem, sleeping with socks on may aid getting to sleep faster. This is because temperature regulation is a necessary part of the sleep cycle. Right. I heard that you sleep better like if your entire body is like one temperature. Exactly. But and if I'm already under the cover, everything's the under the cover, though. Yeah. How is it a different temperature? Man, you know, sometimes you got to throw the one leg out. Yeah, well, then true, don't yeah. throw it out. I do like You got to throw out. the one leg out sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little loud. The only, only time you throw the one leg out is when you're too hot. Which, if you're too hot, you should take your socks off. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> you just said you do the same thing, John. Yeah, without socks. I'm free. I'm like, oh, it's great. The exactly. So now you're victim. So now you're victim to uneven temperatures. That's fine. Do you um, not wake up a lot in nope. your sleep? I sleep like a rock. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I need my socks on when I sleep. I, can, I, I feel like it's better. I've I've been through both. So something breaks down. It something breaks down in the middle of the night. Something goes down. You don't even got grip. You're hopping out of your bed. You're barefoot. You're slipping all over the place. My socks. One less item I have to put back on. No man. See, and I, now I'm ready. I have for whatever wood, the world awaits. Floors, right. So if I if I hop out of bed, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't. If I go socks, I'm slipping right out of that. Yeah, and if you slip out barefoot, oh, you're getting a splinter. Man, no. how do you think hardwood floors look? The wood floors. They treat the top of them, man. It's, after it's a while, slippery. It's, after a while, it's not going to be good any longer, man. Uh-uh. My socks aren't like sandpaper. I don't tear up the floor like that. I got grip for Listen, days. Listen, man. I, I, I'm not dis- okay, this is where we finally disagree. I, I try to give you a point. I try to give you something that needs more attention, something that we're not addressing, we're not talking enough about. Mm-hmm. I look out for you. You don't appreciate it. I, I do. I know I do appreciate it. The thought, it, it resonates. Sure. But I think it's dumb. I don't think you should do it. Whatever. <laughs> there you go. Try to give it the attention it needs. I'm over it. Speaking of more attention. Speaking of the needs. Oh, yeah. my goodness. <laughs> someone, someone else needs needs more attention. Listen, Aisha Curry. <laughs> yeah, so what happened there? Can someone explain to me what exactly the, the, the issue is? I heard about this. So she was on the Red Table Talk, and she was having a conversation with a few other ladies. And basically her point was that over the past 10 years that she's been with Steph Curry, she's seen the groupies that throw themselves mm-hmm. at him. He's constantly getting attention. And she basically says that she would like that type of attention. She wouldn't mind if a, if a guy looked at her the way they do and, um, and kind of appreciated right. you know, how she looked. So basically... Uh, people were up in arms about her saying... <laughs> <laughs> That's an understatement, boy. Them memes were getting ridiculous. It was getting crazy because it was kind of like people were complaining like, why Why are you complaining like you have a perfect marriage and you're complaining about not getting enough male attention? So, right. Now, I, have, I, don't, I don't mean to take from this serious topic, but what would a male groupie be called? Because it's not like a groupie, is it? Would it be like a moopy? Like what a... Like what? Wow. <laughs> what do you call a male groupie? Like I, I feel like it's... Still a, a groupie. No, yeah, it's got to it be a different is. name for They're it. They're still a groupie. It is. Mm. No, this is when 2019, man. Equality, man. What you need to do? That's fine, but no, because groupie. Like when you think groupie, you think like you know the the girls who like follow like rock concerts around and like do all that. Yeah, and I mean it's, it can be male groupies, the men mm. that do the same thing. I don't know. Well, see, the reason why I disagree with her is because I think a lot of people like think she's attractive. But most of the people are like regular people that will never be in contact with her. Right. So I think she's talking about like celebrities coming out. Like when she posts a post on Instagram, people are running mm-hmm. her comments saying like, oh, that's who I want to be with. Like they oh, do whatever. Gabrielle Union and D-Wade's wife. Yeah, yeah. 
But I almost look at it like, yo, you like they respect your marriage. Nobody's saying anything because they know they probably can't have you. Right. What's what's the what's the issue? What what does uh what's Aisha Curry's like like day job? Is she like a stay at home mom or does she She's have a chef? Like, she she does like she, she, does she has like a cooking show yeah, now. She does, she does but she got that cooking show after she started. Like after she was with Steph. So and this is where are you going with this? I'm so, just no. To me, like the, the only thing that. I can think of is that her fandom, or I guess like her her prominence as a celebrity comes from the fact that she's married to someone who's prominent. Whereas like Gabrielle Union had a successful acting career before uh, she was married to Dwayne Wade, yeah. right? And when you look at like Jada Pinkett Smith, like she's a, she was an actress before she was ever married to Will Smith. Right. Yeah. So I think that that might have something to do with it. Just the fact that like we only know about Aisha Curry and we only know her as the married Aisha Curry. We don't, I don't even know who her maiden name is. Mm-hmm. And I think that might have something to do with it. I think that has. I think we've only has known her as the married it. woman. Yeah. I mean, other than the fact that they have a, they have like um, a series coming out, and it probably has to do with a lot with probate, um, you know, promoting it as right. well. But I think that has everything to do with it. I mean, if you look at it, she's even talked about the sacrifices that she's made sure. to support Steph Curry. So she feels like she's put a lot of things on the back burner. Yeah, and a lot of that's like unseen by people who like are just seeing the end result of. And I'm sure she's plenty talented in her own right. She's, I'm sure she's a very, uh, very good cook, and I'm sure she's got you know a, a good TV show. I haven't watched it personally, but I'm sure it's good. And I mean, even Jada Pinkett Smith said the same exact thing. Like she said, I felt like that when I was younger too. Mm-hmm. And here she is, who, like you said, had her own career. So I think, I think she said something that a lot of people feel, and that right. obviously other females agree with as well. And people are just kind of blowing it out of proportion. Like, I mean, if you if you make that many sacrifices for someone, it's only natural to kind of feel like, man, am I making another sacrifice here as well? Like, right. am I in the am I in the limelight? Not being in the limelight again. So I mean, I don't necessarily. <clears throat> would say that I would have came out and said it, but I'm not mad at her for saying it. I will it. say like, it is brave of her to come out and say it because like, that's something that's like a like a deep-seated like insecurity that like you don't really want to like come out and be like, hey, this is how I feel about this thing. Like She's the married woman. She's got her family. And to come out and say, like it would be nice if guys were like, hey, man, like if Aisha Curry was Aisha, whatever her maiden name was, I'd be, you know, Right. Taking her out to a nice seafood dinner, you know. What I don't know what. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know. If that's the pickup line. That <laughs> I'm just saying, like I don't know. I <laughs> seafood dinner. Yeah. <laughs> no, but when I was when I was sitting and watching it, I was kind of thinking this on, along the same lines as you guys. But I was kind of um, I was kind of just thinking maybe going out in public that's irresponsible to say something like that because right. now people are looking like, well, there's no hope. Like if I, if I work to have a, a, a great marriage and have kids and be faithful, is my wife still gonna, you know, be thinking about this? Like, right. Yeah. But, How much could you provide for Like, I can't on behalf of myself, I can't say, Hey guys, like come on over here and tell, get fond my wife with affection. Like, you know, yeah. like that's not something that I could provide for. But the red table talk is to discuss topics that like are kind of going on in your life, like right. rough subjects. So the way I look at it is, Steph Curry and her have such a good relationship that the only thing she can complain about is things that he can't he can't even help with. Like right. that in my eyes it shows you how great of a relationship they have. Yeah. That that's the biggest gossip or scandal that they have is that she would just like for more people to whistle at her. Yeah. And then like yeah. the way that he responded on Instagram was perfect. Like, you know, he says, I'm so proud of you for speaking your truth, for being comfortable enough to voice your opinion. Yeah. And like 
even then he's still being supportive. Like his response was just right. So if he's perfect. good with it, there's really no issue. Like nobody else should be. Why upset are other with men it? upset? Yeah, like her husband doesn't care. Yeah, yeah like uh, these guys come out like, oh, my wife said that. Like, well, she didn't, she's not your wife, and there's a reason for that. <laughs> yeah. There's a reason for that. Yeah, because the only person that looked better than Aisha Curry is Mama Curry. <laughs> Goodness. I'm not so she lie. she really just opens herself up for the Twitter jokes. That's all it was. Yeah, like, it was the IG and all the memes. It was funny, but like, get over. It. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. All right. Speaking of Steph Curry, what a job he did in the second half. Didn't come on very well in the first half of that Rockets game to close him out. Ah, zero. But, and they were yeah, they were like people were like laughing like on Twitter like you know the Twitter was was a fire with like oh Steph doesn't you know do it in the playoffs he's the greatest shooter of all time during the regular season he's a shell of himself in the playoffs yada yada and he shut a lot of people up in the second half. What do you have like thirty seven points? Thirty three. Thirty three or something like that to finish out the game and it, he stepped up big when Kevin Durant wasn't there and they were on the road in Houston which is not an easy place to play in. And uh, and they got it done. So they're taking on who? Trailblazers, baby. Ooh, I think I had that in my uh, my predictions. And thanks to the uh, the do over we got, I also had the <laughs> the Warriors. <laughs> I thought somebody picked the Rockets. Nah, he did to start. And then he else. switched. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, smart switch. <laughs> smart switch. I think people like kind of got worried about KD because we think so short term, right? So the team that we remember are these last two champions right. with Kevin Durant. I know some other role players were missing. Right. But Kevin Durant gone, there's still the 73 and 9 team that broke the record. Uh, like it's some not, of the guys are like a year I said, older. some of the role players yeah. are gone, but a lot of those guys, the core of the are still there. Right. Like that that Warriors team, obviously with Durant back, it makes things a lot easier. But they still have the best backcourt in, in in the NBA. They have a wonderful glue guy. They have great vets and Igodala and you know, some of the other like the Warriors are still a good team even without Kevin Durant, a really good team. So, I mean, I wasn't really too worried with them getting past the Rockets when he went down, but now I think seeing the best backcourt in the yeah. NBA against second arguably yeah. the second, second best, best. Who we, I think we all agree on the second best uh, backcourt. I think that's going to be a great matchup. I think so too. I think so too. And I'm excited because I think that I'm, I'm still going to go with my – thoughts that I had earlier when it came to like seeing how much trouble the Warriors had with the Clippers backcourt. I think that the Rockets backcourt is obviously better than the Clippers backcourt. But I think that they rely a lot on getting to the free throw line, which they did not get a chance to do too much this series, not as much as at least they're accustomed to. And CJ McCollum and Damian Lillard do not rely on going to the free throw line very often. They do get to the free throw line quite a bit. But they're not reliant on getting, you know, 20 trips to the foul line every game. So I think this is going to be, number one, a more competitive series. And I'm willing to go out and let me say that the Trailblazers will win this series. Whoa. <laughs> I said it. I'll tell you, if the Trailblazers do win, it'll be because of their bench. The reason yeah. why they're winning these series, and we'll, we'll get into it when we talk mm-hmm. about Denver, but... Their bench is outplaying all the teams that they play. Yeah, so. they're getting quality minutes from guys like Rodney Hood, who were like, "Where did Rodney Hood come from?" Right, he was not that great, you know. Season, seasons, LeBron past. held him back. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> so that's so that's where the where the Warriors lack now. They make up for it with a with a, a great starting five. Sure. But well, starting four now with Kevin Durant 
out for the next couple of games. DeMarcus Cousins is even he's supposed to be coming back as well for well I hope he comes back. Yeah. If they make it to the finals he'll be back, maybe. But Durant should be back by game three, they're saying. Okay. Well, they had to at least take one on the road at Golden State if they're going to have a chance in this one. Because I think that they'd be able to protect their home floor because Portland, that, man, watching those games, Portland is going absolutely insane every time they play on that floor. They've been a lot of really good games on that floor. And I think that their home field or home court advantage is better in Portland than it is in Golden State right now. Just because I feel like Golden mm-hmm. State fans have been there before, they're excited. It's not like they're trying to play for this, you know, first championship or whatever. They're not, the fans aren't as hungry as they used to be. Now it's more of like a status symbol, I think, to go to to Warriors games because you're at the Warriors games. You know, it's the same thing with the Heat. You know, after a while, like the home court advantage, I think, kind of dissipated a little bit when the, at the end of that Big Three era, because of the fact that like a lot of people are just going there to be seen at the hottest team in basketball well you guys can't even show up to games on time first off that's because that's a, that's a hispanic people problem i take full credit for that as a dominican see okay i don't necessarily see the only reason i don't agree with the fan thing is because i think a lot of their fans realize that this could be the end like we talk about kevin durant leaving we talk about clay thompson leaving like they know that this could very well be sure. the last game like the last year for them mm-hmm. i think both teams have one thing that well a couple things that helped them portland the edge they have is Kevin Durant. Not him being out, but him fueling C.J. McCollum because in the beginning of the season, yeah. he went on his podcast. All about that. Yeah, he went on his mm-hmm. podcast and he told C.J. McCollum to stay in his league. He said that, you know, don't worry about these the top teams, teams the teams yeah. that's going to win a title. And I think C.J. McCollum, he, he remembers that. I think so too. He just <laughs> talked, you know, he just talked about winning when he said, you know, I, I, I get it out the mud. I'm from Lehigh. You know what I mean? So he's, he's built for it. So I think he knows what Kevin Durant said, and that's going to fuel them. What I think helps the Warriors, they've already been there. <laughs> they are the Warriors. But also I think Portland takes advantage on off of switches. You've seen how they would put Jokic in the uh, pick and roll, how they put Plumlee in the pick and roll, how they put those bigger guys so that Dame and CJ could have do what they wanted with them mm-hmm. on switches. Warriors play small ball, and Draymond Green is a great defender. He's not, that's not Jokic switching out on Dame. So where Dame can hit tough shots, he's not going to get as many as those decent looks because he actually has a good defender, a mobile defender on him. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I think that's going to make things tougher for Portland. And then we already seen in both series, they are not the best offensive rebounding team. Sure. I mean, defensive rebounding team, especially if Ennis has to sit out. Like you know that I still think the one thing that hurts the war is you don't you can't even penalize them with because you're not a great rebounding team either. Right. You're not going to beat them in their own game. So mm-hmm. I got Warriors in six. In six. Yeah. I, wow. and I really want to say gentlemen sweep, but wow. the only reason I won't that say that disrespect. is because I do listen. I love CJ. <laughs> I love Dame, but it's going to be Warriors in six. Yeah, they're just they're overpowered, and you're playing against a system that's well oiled. They. Everybody knows where they're going to be. And when Kevin Durant comes back, it's going to be a huge problem for them matchup-wise. So, I believe that. Do you think that Denver would have been a better matchup for uh, for Golden State? I don't know. Because seeing the way they played against Portland, like on paper I would say that Denver would probably be the favorable one to go up against them. Um, matchup-wise, I do think Denver is, is a better matchup, but like how do you? How much can you match up to that team anyway? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then like well, I say that, but then like how do you explain losing to the to the Trailblazers? So, right. Who knows? Oh, back of CJ McCollum and Damian Lillard, I guess. 
Now, coming from a D2 school mm. and also going to a very, very low D1 school in NJIT, still D1, I think we need to talk about how all of the superstars left in the playoffs right now all come from mid-major colleges. No Duke here, no Kansas. I mean, you got Kevin Durant from yeah, Texas, Texas yeah. but he's injured right now. And obviously DeMarcus Cousins from Kentucky, but injured right now. Right. I mean, we were talking about this earlier. You got Weber State, <coughs> Lehigh uh, with C.J. McCollum. You got uh, Davidson, Washington State. Right. Like, what? what's the reason for it? <laughs> like, why well, who, are who, who went to kids? what school? For, for those who don't know, who went to what school? So, Damian Lillard at Weber State. Mm-hmm. Um CJ McCollum at Lehigh, who sure. I actually got to play against my freshman year. Really? I almost went to Lehigh, by the way, on a football really? scholarship. Well, not really scholarship. It was like a... Partial? Kind of. They don't really offer like scholarships because it's like a... I don't know, like some agreement they have in their conference. And I'm not going to get into the weeds with it, but yeah. basically they were like, yeah, yeah, come on over and we'll we'll figure out some like... Yeah, so Academic scholar- financial yeah, yeah, aid yeah, for yeah, you. Suggested. Yeah, yeah. Suggested. Okay. And then uh, we got Davidson, obviously Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Washington mm-hmm. State. Um and I mean, even Kawhi Leonard, San Diego State, like, sure. is all mid-major right now, really dominating. Lots of talent at those schools that really don't get a whole lot of attention because they're not really diving too deep in the playoffs, usually, you know. So a lot, a lot of talent on these on these uh, smaller teams. Any reason why? I don't. I don't think it's a reason why. I think we just got a lucky hand with great talent because I don't think there's enough data to show that <laughs> there are more people coming from from mid-major schools. That can dominate in the NBA. I think we just at this moment we got a great hand dealt to us with these with these players. All right, so I actually have a theory behind it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you should have just told us the thing. Yeah, well, right. I want to see what anybody else thought. The way I thought. Show, I, was like, I, don't, I don't think there's a thing. <laughs> so the only thing I would say is with everything growing, obviously, like same thing in baseball. You can play it at such a young age. We see great kids coming up really knowing how to hit the ball because they've been doing it all their lives. Mm -hmm. I think now more kids are playing at a younger age, developing more skill. All of this skill is not being found at the top D1. That's why you have guys like Jamorant at Murray State. You got guys like, you know, who are coming into the league uh, sometime shortly. And you got guys like C.J. McCollum. You got guys like Derek White, Damian Lillard, all these superstars or good players coming from mid-major because they are skilled, they're talented, they didn't find their way to that top D1, but now playing at this mid-major school, they're taught how to carry a team. Mm-hmm. So when they go to the NBA and it's time for them to be a superstar, I've already been doing this with way less talent. Right. Like I can definitely carry with somebody who can actually finish alley oop. When I, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I just I just feel like they're being bred to be a superstar at these mid-major levels. Ah, uh, now that you bring all that stuff up, <laughs> spark spark the little light bulb. I think. What these guys have in common is they're not the most athletic. Now, Kawhi aside, just because he's a freak of nature, but these guys aren't the most athletic players. Right, well, the reason why Kawhi got into like stardom is because he developed a shot. Because he was always athletic, but he was always a premier defensive player. And then he kind of found his shot as uh, as his NBA career went on. But go ahead, sorry. Dave. Right, yeah. So they, but but mo- the other guys, they're not as athletic. And I think the way the NBA game is changing now, where you don't necessarily need to be the most athletic person on the court. If you can just shoot, you may be able to get by. So that's why I, th- I think people are developing those skills and don't need to go to a, a major college and be the most athletic person in, right. their, in their class to 
to be able to prosper. All right. So there we go. And you spoke a lot about Kawhi Leonard and his shot and how That's it right. has developed and gotten a lot better. He was shooting a lot. And uh, he's the, the one wrinkle in my predictions. I'm really upset. <laughs> he kind of ruined things for me. I could have been four for four. Yeah. But um, as a lot of people know, the uh, Toronto Raptors beat the 76ers yesterday. Mm-hmm. Game seven. Won an amazing shot that bounced three or four times. Right. By Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, I think it was four times that it bounced on the rim. Yeah. And, like everyone just kind of like, froze for a second. <laughs> I read that that was the first ever game winning shot in a game seven, seven. in NBA history. In NBA history. Yeah. Because I think that uh, there was an elimination game that I think that Jordan hit a buzzer beater, but it was a best of five series years and years ago. I'm pretty sure it was Jordan. It might have been somebody else, but I'm pretty sure it was Jordan. Well, he never and, let it get to seven, so. Yeah. He well, because he played seven. five game series. <laughs> he doesn't so. know what that is, so. No, not all the time. <laughs> no, but like in this case, it was a best yeah. of five series. So listen, man. All right. Enough of the Michael Jordan hype. <laughs> He's great. That's fine. He's not doing Wade, but like. Listen, we already mentioned D-Wade, okay? We already talked Gabriel Union. You guys didn't make a deal about but it. Did we, we say D-Wade? No, we didn't say D-Wade. I don't think we said D-Wade because I would have laughed. I guarantee <laughs> you I said, like Gabriel Union, D-Wade's wife, and I looked at you guys uh, and none of the wife said anything. Uh, no, yeah, I missed that. Uh, well, I just want to make sure we got it in yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, to continue. Yeah. So, I mean, in your opinion, or I guess you know, from what you've seen, like why – what, hap- what happened uh, in, in that series that put the Raptors over the, the 76ers? In my opinion, the way that Joel Embiid acted after the game should have been the same passion that he played with in the game. <laughs> Listen, man, you can only overcome bubble guts. And, so yeah, his stomach was Listen, there, No, no, no. And I'm not even that. talking about that because offensively, he looked good the last two games. Sure. He, he finished a lot better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He was he was aggressive and uh, his touch was, was, was there. Mm-hmm. But defensive, what makes him so good, and the reason why I think he's a better center than than Jokic, is because he is better defensively, mm. and he did not. That wasn't there. Other than the amazing uh, block shot off the backboard, he gave up a lot of rebounds in his area. Right. Like he just gave Raptors second chance points. I remember sure. there was a time where Kyle Lowry was very active in offensive rebound steals, and it was like all with him being around. Yeah, yeah I, I just didn't feel like he left it all out there. I want to say in uh, in Game Seven, didn't. Uh... I want to say the 76ers only had five offensive rebounds, like all, or sorry, was it five? It was something like that. They didn't have any, very many offensive rebounds. I think they had like maybe four or five offensive rebounds. I think about the same amount that Serge Baca had. And that, to me, it just doesn't, like you, to be as great as he is and he's supposed to be, he's supposed to dominate both sides of the ball. I don't feel like he did that rebounding and I don't feel like he did that defensively like he has the ability to. Sure. So I w- what I will say is, Next year, Joel Embiid will be the winner or second place for MVP of the league. Really? And I'm quoting it. I believe in, I do, I'm not a type of person to knock someone. I think he has enough talent. Mm-hmm. And if he takes this passion that I've seen at the end of the game right. and he applies it to the process, right. he'll be top two for MVP next year. I'm calling it. So and when, you, when you say passion, I think you're, you're referencing the, uh, the tears that we saw at the end of at the end of Game Seven, and I, I saw that embrace that he had with uh, with Marcus All, and uh, I'm not gonna lie, it was a, it was a little emotional for me. You could tell Marcus All kind of came over, consoled, him, and said, "Hey, like, I don't, again, I don't know what the content of the conversation was, but you gotta imagine it's something along the lines of like, hey, you are super talented. You're gonna have other opportunities to come out and, and do this and get to you know the stage you want to get to. You just gotta keep putting in the work, and you're gonna get there. You're 
fantastic player. You know, Boy, all that you kind of stuff. Lips, huh? I'm, t- I'm telling you, it's, it's <laughs> but like you know the the, no, the, the conversation that he has. It's something along those lines. And yeah. You can tell when when when, when Joel Embiid kind of like broke down because at first he was like. All right, like, all right, yeah, cool. Good game to you, too. Like, all right, I'm going to walk around and, and get back to, to the locker room. And finally, you know, when he, when Marcus Olsen said, no, like, listen to me. like, And he kind of, like, stood in front of him for a bit and told him what he told him. And then you saw him, like, just, like, burst into tears on the court. Have you guys ever cried in a, listen, after a game before? I don't want to talk about it. Listen, first of all, it's, it's easy to have that conversation with somebody after you beat them. Right. But he didn't <laughs> have to, have, he didn't have, to him, have that conversation. Let me though. talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> People give the best the best uh, talks when after they just beat a team. True, but the thing is, these, these guys these guys are all professionals. Like they don't have to do that. Like I I to me, I got a lot of respect for for Marcus all for even saying like, hey, I'm gonna go over there and just talk to him because I know this feeling. You know, when you have a team that's been really good and all of a sudden, yeah. you're knocked out of the. I uh, mean, I re- I, res- I respect like the the crying in sports when it when you know that that team put everything out on the floor mm-hmm. and they never let up in in any of the games in the series the problem i have with it is there's been times in the series where we looked at Joel and B like where are you at or you know is sure. he putting in full effort so when i see him crying at the end of the series it really didn't affect me too much i also had same feelings because when gobert someone i think is very passionate mm-hmm. about the game loves to play when he cried about being snubbed for the All-Star, oh, yeah. Joel laughed at him. Yeah. And, you know, like, kind of talked about how soft he was. <laughs> and then he also laughed about uh, when they went over him elbowing uh, Jared Allen mm-hmm. against Brooklyn. You know what I mean? Like, you can't display those. You can't be those type. Remember what we said about Zion Williamson? He has to come back and play because this is who you're selling yourself as, right? Mm-hmm. You're selling yourself as a guy who works hard. You got to come back and play. Joel Embiid doesn't know who he's selling himself as. You can't be the jokester who makes fun of people. You can't be the disrespectful clown everybody does. Yeah. The air, and then come out here and, and right. cry because people are going to clown you. I think crying is fine. I've cried after losses, uh, especially junior year when we lost in the first round of the Elite Eight. Right. I was, You know what I mean? Like, There's nothing wrong with having that emotion, but if you're going to be that guy, you can't turn around and be that guy as well. Did you ever cry after a game, John? Yeah, a couple of times, but every single time that it happened, it was crying because like you knew you put everything you had mm-hmm. into the game and you still lost. So that's where yeah. the crying comes from. But when <laughs> I don't think he's in that same situation to be able to be boohooing like he did. <laughs> right, after calling out Rudy Gobert before. Yeah, it was like a... Because it's kind of <laughs> like, where, where was this these other games? Yeah. yeah. You know, but there's nothing wrong with crying, man. Nah, man. Boys cry. That's right. Which Minecraft. is the title of uh, a short film that a buddy of mine made, and it's on Amazon. I am Mr. Plug. This is why my friends need to listen to the podcast. You're That's never crazy. you're gonna miss your blessing. You, are, I'm <laughs> out here supporting you. I'm rooting for you. I'm talking about your fundraisers. I'm talking about the movies you got. Bobby's out here like with holy water. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, think about that. You are missing your blessing because. You're not tuned in to somewhat sports. A lot of plugging going on. Hey, man, I got podcast. you. Boys Cry on Amazon. Rate and review like you should do for our show as well. Right. If you haven't already. <laughs> Is that easy? So do we have any predictions for uh, for this for both. So yeah. right now, John is 4 four for 4. Right. John was allowed to change his he, Yeah, he switched his Hey, everybody yeah. changed one. So. I, I yeah. did not. 
I was wrong, but I didn't change. <laughs> right. I got one wrong. I feel like we should say he got one wrong too. But you had the option. You're so right. You okay, that's fine. So John's four for four. I'm three for four. I'm only two for four. You're somewhat. Four yeah, four. you're two for four. It's yes. okay. You can bounce back. You can finish this four for six. That's true. Ooh. That's a sixty-six percent. No. That's not bad. Predicting games, yeah. and then we still got the we still got the finals too. So you, we got oh, we got some more shit. games. So what are you? Let me let me know. Let me hear. What no, you you're in the lead, so I think he should have to go first. Well, I, I, well, I already said that I think the Trailblazers are going to win that series. Okay, so you said Trailblazers. Who are you going from the East? From the East? Yeah, since since you're in last, you got to go first. Yeah, that's fine. okay. Because we'll no one's going to take my advice anyway. Because no. I'm bad at it. <laughs> um, I would say, man. I gotta say the Bucks over the Raptors. Mm. I do, yeah, because I I thought that the talent that the Celtics had and the coaching that they have and Brad Stevens was going to be able to overcome that buzzsaw that we saw all regular season in Milwaukee. But that's a top five offense, a top five defense, and they've shown that it doesn't matter what star power is on the other side. They're going to be able to overcome that because of how, first off, how good Giannis is and how well that team plays together. Mm-hmm. Budenholzer system fits that that personnel really well, and they've shown that they're the same team they were in the regular season during the playoffs. So I got the Bucks, and I got the Bucks probably in six, five or six. Ooh, high! Wow, Jesus. Okay, um, I guess I'm next because John is four for four. No, we're just going clockwise. That's all. <laughs> so I'm going to I'm I'm gonna stick with my guns. I'm gonna say Warriors and six. Okay. And because not even so much like, just because matchups are kind of thrown out of the window at this point, like there's been some things I didn't expect. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with the more realistic story, and the more realistic story is Kawhi versus the Warriors. He's getting a lot of comparisons against LeBron, so I can just see that. That makes things easier to compare Kawhi as the as a top small forward, Mr. Clutch. We're gonna put him against the Warriors. I right. feel like Giannis is too young. I feel like he's not ready for that story yet. He's not like if this is the Warriors team that gets broken up, I feel like their test should not come from the Bucks. Yeah, but wasn't LeBron like the same age when he lost to uh, in in the finals to the Spurs? Mm. Mm, now okay, now we got a good story. Now that kind of compel, uh propels the Giannis. LeBron. LeBron. Okay, I can see that. And neither one had a, a really full roster. So, okay, that could that could definitely be a good story there. And then you would be comparing the Warriors to the Spurs team. Yeah. I can see that. Another dynasty. Three-headed. Okay. That, that Bucks team is way better than that Cavaliers team. <laughs> so. True. Yeah. Look. But, I mean, pound for pound, I think LeBron – well, I don't know. Is, is LeBron – or – Let's put it this way. Is Giannis a better player now than LeBron was at that time? Because I don't know. Overall. More dominant, yeah. Offensively dominant, I would say. I don't think he had the full skill set that LeBron has. Yeah, true. Or had. Yeah, so with that being said, I'll, I'm picking the, the Bucks to come out of the East. reason why is because the Bucks never struggled against a team and gotten blown out by, what, 30? They lost by 30 in one of their games to the 76ers, so. I think the Bucks are well rested and they're ready to go. And out out of the West, I'm gonna pick the Warriors to to come out on that one. Do I need to say like how many games? It'd be nice. <laughs> I, I went on the limb and said mine. I don't want to be on records. <laughs> Probably six Warriors and six Bucks in seven. 
Seven? You think it's going to go to seven? Only because of Kawhi. Mm, I don't know, man. Kawhi's been great. I mean, I, I last podcast, I, I put out a bunch, of, a bunch of stats on how fantastic Kawhi has been. Like, in terms of, like, postseason runs, Kawhi, because I think that, again, I'm going to go ahead and plug Dwayne Wade, but only because, you know... I'd like to, and because it's the information I know the best. But that 2006 finals was, I think, the best finals single-player performance I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, but this postseason run, I think Kawhi had the best postseason run from any single-player that I've ever seen. But who was it against? I mean, like these aren't the the 76ers are a good team. Like, top to bottom, they have a pretty decent coach. I would say they have a. I think they have a pretty good coach, and that talent is is top notch. I mean. Bobby just said that he thinks that Joel Embiid will be an MVP candidate next season. So who so who would guard Kawhi on the Bucks? I I don't think you could say Giannis because then they would be too small. Would it be Middleton? Yeah, probably would be Middleton. That's gonna be interesting to see who who guards him. But see, and and <clears throat> even though you answered, you were supposed to wait because I didn't tell you who I had. Yeah, I said Raptors, but I didn't give you my. So thank you for your advice. Oh, four for four. <laughs> it's your fault. It's the same thing. Yeah, that was just a tip. It's I'll, the same I'll get to thing my real predictions. Team, bids first in spades. Nobody told you to say your bid, but thank you for that. I'll just give you a tip. <laughs> but no, I I do like Raptors. I, I think that Kawhi, he's put up, he's done too much in this playoffs for it to end against the Bucks. Like I feel like he has more of his story to write mm-hmm. this year. So I I'm gonna say. And this will also, because he's going Bucks, this will be the, the difference that p- puts me back in the mm-hmm. lead. So I have to go Raptors, actually. Right. Um, <laughs> but I like Raptors in six. Ooh, Raptors in six. So we all pick different outcomes. Right. Raptors in six, and I have Warriors in six. Really, really, I, yeah, six. We'll say six. Okay. That's interesting. You can get back in the game. No, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm fine now. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> I think I, I'm pretty confident in mine. You just keep digging your grave, man. I will. We're not switching this time. No, we're not. We don't have time for uh, that. It doesn't matter what guest yeah. comes on here. And nobody's swinging. The good thing is if, if John is right about the Trailblazers, I'll still be happy because that's the underdog, man. Yeah, yeah I so. like that, too. That's honestly, like, for the story, the for the story, that would be so great, I think. Because, I mean, it's, I don't want to wish this on anybody, but for the, for them to win – Somebody's gonna have to be injured and out of this series. Yeah, I mean that's take the thing. that I mean, back. Delete already... that off. I don't. I don't. I don't want an injury to come and then somebody pull up on eighteen. Well, somebody who's already still... injured will stay injured. <laughs> See, yeah, I mean, if, if they try don't to rush, if they try to rush KD back, I mean, you don't know. I mean, if they're trying to, oh my god, they might think that they can take him. You know, it wasn't me, KD. Without him, that's not. I don't want that. First for of all, you. I was talking about Steph and his fingers. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, is Draymond gonna poke anybody in the eye this game? Or? <laughs> Just Dame Willard straight ping, right in the eye. Is anybody's eye gonna poke uh, Draymond in the finger? This is ridiculous. It's not his fault. That dude's out there playing mortal. Listen, I'm gonna tell you though, dirtiest player in that series was Chris Paul. Listen, Lillard is gonna have to step up this series because he he got away with one this series because yeah. CJ carried them right, and, and he they was got some a- contributions from Rodney Hood and uh, who's the other guy that had contributions from those. Really clutch down the uh, Harkless, yeah. huge buckets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the minutes they got from um, Zach, Zach, Zach Collins. Collins, and even uh, even the uh, surfer um, Zach Morris. Um, no, that's who you're talking about. No, not they not do? Zach Collins. I'm talking about Myers. Oh, Myers. Yeah, yeah. that's too. what I was talking about. I was yeah. like, yeah. my boy Zach Morris. 
He was he was killing for base. I'm telling you, bro. I I think they got good contribution from a lot of people, yeah. but so we let Dame time slip a little bit that series because there's been a lot of times where he's had a horrible shooting night and CJ just right. dropped thirty. Sure. So we'll see. And Clay's not giving that up. I'm telling. I think Clay on him is going to be. Oh. On um, CJ McCollum. Yeah. Yeah. But you're not going to put Steph Curry. Steph Curry's probably going to go to Harkless. He's probably going to guard Harkless. You think so? They do that a lot with Steph Curry. They put him on They put him on like a third guy who doesn't score that much because he can't post score. up anyway. Yeah. So they're going to try to put him on him and just tell Steph Curry to box out and be aggressive. But I think they're going to put either Don't. Draymond or Iguodala on Dame. Iguodala. Or they may even start. Yeah, probably Iguodala on Dame. Myers Leonard is who you're talking about. Yes, yeah, I said uh, Leonard Myers. No, you said uh, no, I said you said like Zach Myers. You said like Jacobian. No, I said <laughs> Zach. I said Zach Morris. <laughs> right. Y'all never seen Saved none by of the those. Bell? None of those are the same person. You never seen Saved by the Bell? No, I haven't. Oh, uh, Zach Morris is a character. I was saying that Leonard Myers reminds Screech. me of Zach Morris. No, Screech is the nerdy one. Zach Morris Screech. was the main character. No, yeah, Zach Morris had the nice hair. Screech had the curly. Hair. Yeah, and then there was AC Slater. You don't. You never seen Saved by the Bell? No. Okay, so I wasn't Sheesh. wrong as, as a reference that you I just thought, didn't catch. I thought you were saying the guy's name was Zach Morris. I'm like, that's definitely uh, Devin. This is this is what I'm talking about when we say things go over their head, Devin. <laughs> and also, Devin, we're sorry about the Nuggets. It's all right. <laughs> that's a quote from Saved by the Bell. Is it? That's a quote yeah. from a lot of shows. Yeah, like, a lot of people say it's all right. <laughs> no, nah, it's in the theme song. Like, what? Sing it. No, I'm cool. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> there will for sure be a uh, a Curry in the finals, by the way, regardless of whether it's Steph or Seth. The battle for the best Curry. Who gets to sit at the adult table on Thanksgiving. Right. Yeah. Here it is. I heard that the, uh, the, uh, their parents had to uh, flip a coin to see who was going to root for which kid during the uh, yeah. the conference finals. How, how is dope funny. is it that they, they show up to both games, though, yeah. with the gear for Portland and the Warriors? Like, all, you've seen yeah. them in the crowd of almost every game. I've seen like people do jerseys where like they have it cut in half like lengthwise, like at the sleeves, yeah. and they have like the front of one jersey and the back of the other, and they flip flop. That'd be really cool if they did something like that. Yeah, I thought that yeah they could sick. easily make like a custom jersey for them. Sure. I think oh. I think what they'll do is like they'll alternate. Like the mom will wear Warriors and he'll right. be wearing Blazers, and then they'll just switch each game. Right. Man, if it goes to Game Seven. Ooh. Game seven, they just shouldn't show up. They should just go to a bar and watch it. Uh, just, nah. it's just well, because somebody's gonna have to go console the kid, the son who loses, and someone gets to go you, to the winner. You gotta think like, <laughs> you gotta think, what are you? T- I call winner. <laughs> you gotta think like secretly though, like they're probably rooting for Seth a little more, right? For him to get one, because Steph's never been. Steph's been there a couple times already. Seth has bounced around the league a little bit. He's finally like found a good place he's at right now in, in the Blazers. They have a legitimate shot at getting to the yeah, finals. Don't cheer for the loser. No, I mean obviously like the parents want both kids to be happy, but they obviously like can't like both be champions. So That's what I'm saying. So just don't show yeah. up to the game winning game. Just let them hash it out. Let them they're and secretly, then come home. They're secretly rooting for Seth. I know that. <laughs> yeah. Right? Hey, like, come on. Hey Steph, I'm rooting for you. I would. Like, if, right. if one of my sons always like, wins everything. There. Come on. Other one too. Yeah. <laughs> no, then I gotta change things. I I know who the winner of this family is, and then this says, "I love both of y'all, but we know our roles." Oh man. Anyways, you got anything else, anybody? Happy Mother's Day yesterday to all the mothers out there that listen to the podcast. This comes well, actually oh, two Tuesday. days ago. Yeah. 
Or if you listen to it on Wednesday three days ago. Or if you want to wait till Friday, Happy Mother's Day five days ago. Whenever you listen. At what point does it become like Happy Next Mother's Day? Or what point do we address the fathers? (laughs) That's true. At this point, like, it's done in the past. We got to focus on Father's Day. (laughs) So Happy Mother's Day whenever you listen. Right. We, you know, we appreciate all the moms out there who support us. That's right. I know three that should be listening. It's true. (laughs) Well, two are probably listening. I don't know about one of them. No, they ain't no shot at my mom. Yeah, so I don't know to disrespect, bro. It's already my mom. We called her. And she's like, what podcast? Like, you got a podcast? Bye. <laughs> so that's happened. My grandmother. nobody else gives us that response. She's You're my right. grandmother's listening now. There you Hi. go. Hi, Grandma. It's nice. Hi, John's grandma. <laughs> hey, Grammy. Ooh, she's going to be so happy when she hears that. What's her name? Yvonne. Yvonne? Mm-hmm. What's up, Yvonne? Hi, Yvonne, giving you all the attention you could ever ask That's for. Right. I love it. <laughs> we appreciate you listening. Yeah. <laughs> all right, should we wrap up the podcast now? Yeah. For sure. I feel like it's it's good to go. Uh, again, thank you so much for listening to, what is it, episode 18 of Somewhat Sports? My goodness. Go ahead. Before you go, I got one more pot. I got one more this or that. Okay. Do you want to listen to us on Spotify or do you want to listen to us on um, Apple Podcasts? Because we give you two options. That's true. There's another this or that. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're also on Google Play. I don't know who listens. There's like one Google Play listener who like, hey, shouts to you. I don't know who you are. I think that may be my sister. <laughs> it might be. If it is, drop us an email at somewhatsports at gmail.com. Thanks, Amber. Yeah. <laughs> Love Amber, you. Shout out. Should I plug my mom too? Alma, right, we up? all shout out somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, again, follow us on the uh, the social medias, please. Uh, at Twitter, at Somewhat Sports, at Instagram, uh, at Somewhat Sports. Also, uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at John Dennis Radio. It's J O N Dennis Radio. The H is unnecessary. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Right. Thank you. <laughs> on, like, right. You're adding extra work to yourself right, you go, for J-O-N. silent letters. Get out of here. You know, have you go to like restaurants like when they ask you like what's your name for the order mm-hmm. and they and you say John and it's always J O H N. Yeah, I'm like every time it's like uh-huh. took that extra J O N H. Waste, it's a waste of ink. So what do you guys do with all the time you save? <laughs> Use it to explain that there's no H in the word. <laughs> yeah, we get back that time. Yeah, right back <laughs> down the drain. Gotcha. Well, you guys want to plug your uh, social medias by the yeah, way? Yeah, yeah. You can find me John at J L Williams five on Instagram. Uh, y'all know Bubs on Twitter and Bubs View on Instagram. I'm thinking about just going one way or the other. What do you mean? Um, I'm thinking oh, about making one talk about? for both. Oh. Please don't ever disrespect me. <laughs> Apologize. Saying you don't Apologize. Wash your meat, so. <laughs> Whoa, I washed my meat. Why are we getting back on this? We had got away from this topic. I thought, go ahead, go ahead. That's ridiculous. I was saying that I want um, my social media handle to be the same. Right, it's convenient. Yeah, it is, it is. So we're going to decide. I so, may change both of them entirely. Is it available? Um, I, these are things I have to see. If you haven't checked, it's probably not. It's true. Listen, not many people are y'all no bubs out there, all right? So, That's true, but are we keeping it y'all no bubs? I, think. I may go. If you're going to do it, you should throw a W in there so you don't confuse people. Go make it nah, I may go... Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna figure out some things. We'll, we'll, yeah, I'll, listen, I'll keep everybody up. Post show meeting, it'll be fun. Yeah, don't we'll worry talk about, about it. it. That'd be great. Um, uh, on that note, <laughs> I guess we'll we'll end it here. Thank you again for listening to Somewhat Sports, and we'll catch you next week. Peace.